Hey everybody, Stephen here. Hope you're going super well. In today's episode, I'm coming to you from Invercargill, which is one of the lowest parts of New Zealand. So if it's a bit windy, I do apologize. Please try and bear with me. Um, I'm just about to jump on another microplane to uh, Stewart Island, which is even lower. It's the lowest island in New Zealand, closest to the Antarctic um, from New Zealand, which isn't that close, but close enough to make it pretty cold out here in an airport car park. So let's dive into today's episode. I want to talk about my journey to the airport today and some of the dyslexic things that happened, which you may be able to relate to. Let's dive in. Okay, this episode is going to be in a few different parts, guys. So if you do hear a car, I'll probably stop it and then re-record. But uh, yeah, so this all started in Christchurch. I was on a trip to see some friends. We, I was down with Holly to take her to some restaurants. We can still go out in New Zealand at the moment, which is pretty cool. Um, and then we get to Sunday night, which is last night in New Zealand. And the government comes out and says, we're all going into lockdown. So we're out, we're walking around, we just got something to drink and we were just going back to the hotel room and we're back into lockdown in Auckland, which is where we're both from and that's from midnight and we're in another part of the country. And so our little dyslexic uh, visual brains run off left, right and centre, trying to work out how that affects the week, life, my trip away and everything. At the same time, I'm trying to work out how to get to the airport in the morning as I have an early flight. You know how that can mess with your head if you've got to do something and you don't want to be late. And like for me personally, planes are the hardest thing to get to on time because you can't be late, right? I always would rather be a bit early. So like I'm like pacing out the walk to the bus stop because I don't want to have misjudged it, right? So I try and over plan that system so I don't get lost. I try and get a lift. I can't get a lift. I got to take the bus. Hopefully the bus is there. So this morning when I wake up, let's let's kind of start this journey in the hotel room. I beat my alarm up. My brain is already wired. I'm probably up about half an hour, 20 minutes earlier than expected. Go and jump in the shower, try and let Holly sleep um, as much as possible, although I know she's going to wake up and then her mind will start going and you know how it works. <laughs> um, have my shower, get out, try and pack in the dark. I'd kind of packed most things but left just enough out to make it hard <laughs> in the morning. Um, and I'm like looking at my watch every minute. I need to make sure that I'm out of this hotel. Grab all my stuff. Give Holly a kiss goodbye. Give her my key so she can take it back. And as I get to the lift, this old rickety lift, I'm like, oh, I forgot on my phone charger. So, and I was already running a bit tight on time. So I have to call Holly in bed bring out my phone charger <laughs> she comes out with that I'm waiting for this lift that never seems to come and I'm like wow this is taking too long I'm just gonna grab my stuff and walk down the stairs so I jump and walk down the stairs I'm on my way out and I'm going like oh my god am I late now looking at my watch looking at the time I can't miss this bus if I miss this bus you know how your mind just runs off down that rabbit hole I get to the bus I'm five minutes early everything's fine <laughs> get to sit on the bus as I get on there the guy who couldn't give me a lift last night goes, would you like to lift? And then he opens up two more channels in my brain. Hmm, I could get off and get a lift. Ah, oh, I'll stay on the bus. This is where I kind of led to. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm on the bus to get to the airport. I'm going to be super early. It'll be great. I get to the airport. 
I'm early. I'm like, oh, this is cool. It's freezing. I haven't brought the right clothes. It's absolutely freezing. And so I'm like in shorts and jandals because it's still summer over here. But the further south you go, the colder it gets. Kind of like in England, you go north. And in Scotland, it's colder. Or in America, you go to Canada, etc. It's a bit colder. Um, I'm getting colder going further south. And so I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. Um, and someone messages going, we're going out on a boat, so you need to make sure you've got gloves and a hat. And I'm like, I don't have gloves and a hat. I didn't think to pack that. But in hindsight, that makes a lot of sense, right? And so <laughs> my dyslexic mind is going like, ah, oh, I'm so tired um, already. And it's only like seven or eight in the morning and I didn't sleep that well. Um, <laughs> so I get up, I go through the, uh, do you remember how you, you know, if anyone's flown recently, you may not have, probably haven't, you have to go through the metal detectors. I go all the way through the metal detectors and then the guy who I'm going on the flight with goes, oh, it's, that's a different gate, mate. And you have to go to another gate. So I'm like, oh my gosh, where's that gate? And I'm running down this other place and I'm there early. And so that's all cool. I get there on time and I'm uh, walking to the gate which is pretty normal. We're there, we have a cup of coffee, and I'm like, gosh, I need to go to the bathroom. Um, and I leave it way too late, and they call the plane, and then I get scared that the plane's been called, and I don't want to miss it, so I don't go to the bathroom. And this plane we're getting on is not a big one. Not as small as the next one I'm about to get on, but this one is real small. So I get on this small little plane, um, and there is a bathroom on it, but like I'm like, oh, when can I go? Um, I've got to wait for the, the buckley thing, and those don't seem to go off, because it's such a small plane, they try and keep you buckled up for longer, right? Safer. And so I'm like, oh, should I just wait here? I don't want to don't want to do anything nervously. And this was the bit that I really noticed, and I went, hey, this is a real dyslexic moment for me that was even more obvious than all the rest of them, was I'm sitting there, and I'm <laughs> I'm like thinking, what will everyone else around me think of me? If I press the little button and get the lady to come and talk to me and say, is there actually a toilet on the plane? Because I couldn't remember if there was. I presume there was, but you don't always know, right? And I um, and I was thinking, what are these people that I'm never going to see again going to think of me? <laughs> um, what do I do? And so, like, I actually was so worried about social uh, issues with other people around me because I didn't want to look out of place. I nearly didn't do it. And I was like, am I really going to sit here for an hour? needing to go to the bathroom not going to the bathroom just because I care what these people think and you know there's a part of me that knows in my life I have done that before where I've just not wanted to look out a place um, and I haven't done it so yeah that, that was a real moment so I said actually stuff it pressed a little man the lady came she goes yeah usually you got to wait till the thing goes but yeah come back it's okay went back went to the bathroom happy days the world continued <laughs> continued to go round in circles right I just wanted to share that story on this trip because it was a, a reminder of just how the small things affect us, um, affect all of us, like those little overthinking moments. I think, you know, what it said to me is I'm going to commit more to going one, two, three and just doing something. I think it is so important that you kind of bypass the overthinking, especially on the Don't overthink the stuff that makes no difference. Just go quicker. That's all I want to share, guys. I'm about to jump on a plane with about six people on it. Wish me luck. I'll be uh, gripping my bum cheeks together in fear and happiness and excitement all at the same time. And I'll be back tomorrow.